29th of September, 1758, to the 21st of October, 1805. St. Paul's Cathedral Crypt, St. Paul's Churchyard, London, EC 4M 8 AD. We do not know whether to we should mourn or rejoice. The country has gained the most splendid and decisive victory that has ever graced the naval annals of England, but it has been dearly purchased. The great and gallant Nelson is no more. The Times, 6th of November, 1805. Even now it is thrilling to read about the Battle of Trafalgar, where Nelson took on the French and Spanish, his twenty-seven ships to their thirty-three, making the decision to attack in the middle of the night, sending a message to his fleet, England expects that every man will do his duty. By 1 p.m. on the 21st of October, 1805, Nelson was shot, and by 4.30 p.m. he was dead, having requested that his possessions be given to Lady Hamilton, his lover, and the mother of his only child, Horatia. His return to England was, in itself, epic. His body was placed in a cask of brandy and lashed to the victory's main mast. When the ship reached Gibraltar, the body was transferred to a lead-lined coffin with wine. "'We pickled him!' crowed the guide at St. Paul's Cathedral as he embarked on the story of Nelson's death and funeral." Rather fittingly, the dispatch to London about England's greatest naval victory and the death of England's greatest admiral was carried on board HMS Pickle. It took another month for HMS Victory to make it from Gibraltar to England, where an autopsy was performed and the deadly musket ball retrieved. Nelson's body was placed in another lead coffin filled with brandy, then, on the 21st of December, he was placed in another coffin, made of wood from the mainmast of Lorient, a French ship destroyed in the Battle of the Nile, which had been given to Nelson years before. This coffin was then placed in another made of lead, and then another of wood. I think this is his fifth coffin, if you don't count the first cask, making it the Russian doll of coffins. The multi-coffin was collected from HMS Victory, which was moored in the River Medway and taken up the Thames to Greenwich, arriving on the 25th of December, where it was kept in a private room for another eleven days. It wasn't until the 4th of January that the coffin was moved to Greenwich Hospital's Painted Hall, where he lay in state for three days with an estimated 100,000 people filing past. Nelson's body then went by barge up the Thames, followed by a two-mile procession of boats, a funeral flotilla the likes of which we have never seen. He was taken to the Admiralty in Whitehall for the funeral, which was held the next day, 9th of January. The funeral procession from Whitehall to St Paul's included royalty, ministers, high-ranking military and 10,000 soldiers. The service was attended by 7,000 people, including 32 admirals and 100 captains, plus seamen from HMS Victory. The service itself ran from 11am to 6pm, when the coffin, how many layers I am not sure, was placed in the black marble sarcophagus that had been originally made for Cardinal Wolsey, who was Lord Chancellor under Henry VIII before falling from favour. His deathbed had remained unused for centuries. Finally, with Nelson, it found someone monumental enough. It was the grandest of funerals, and today it remains the grandest of graves. In the magnificent crypt, this sarcophagus takes pride of place, 
Even Wellington's tomb nearby is plainer, and floats on a mosaic floor with a nautical theme, entwined with dolphins and sea serpents. There is also, above the crypt in the south choir aisle of St. Paul's, a white marble memorial to Nelson, his amputated arm covered by a cloak, as he looks out to what must be the horizon. This was finished in 1818. Down the Strand, in Trafalgar Square, Nelson's column wasn't finished until 1843. Truly, Nelson as hero is impossible to avoid if you live in London. And yet, set against this, Nelson as man is easy to miss. There is a huge contrast between his death and that of his beloved mistress. Their relationship, which resulted in their daughter, Horatia, I think that name certainly gave the father away, being born on the 31st of January 1801, was the scandal of his age. Nelson left.